Even to those in social media, this is Grace and Faith Fellowship. We thank you once again for joining us again on this Saturday evening. It's always a blessing to come to you with a word from the Lord. Um, we've been sharing with you a new series I've started. This is make our fourth week. And we're talking about the habits of a thankful heart. We we pray that your holidays are going well. And so this is um, a message that God gave me as far as to help us through the holidays. You know, some of us have had some tough times through nowadays. Holidays are not always good for everyone. You may have lost some loved ones or people, you know, in your life. And so find that you may be struggling. So, but we have to develop habits of a thankful heart. Your heart should be always thankful, um, even in the midst of going through tough times. So we want to continue on that journey. Um, the habits of a thankful heart. And today we're going to talk about the topic I want to use it is that your source of security. And during these holidays, um, where is your source of security? Okay. Who's your source? When we get all these things going, people buying things, finance, you know, the monies, you know, the commercial holidays and people buying gifts. And, but where is your source of security? Because this is one of the habits we need to develop when it comes to a thing. Well, the, the thing, the, one of the keys, I would say, is your source of security. So I'm going to read, we, we've been focused on the book of Philippians. Okay, the book of, book of Philippians. And we're going to read Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 tonight. 27. We're going to deal with some other scriptures in that um, particular chapter. But I want to read 27. I mean, here's what Paul says to the church of Philippi. And this read from the New Living Trans. It says, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ contending as one man for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way. So notice what he says, Con conduct yourselves in a manner of ways of the gospel. He's talking about your behavior. He's talking about holiness. Okay. He's talking about, Hey, cause he says here that contending as one, as one man of the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way. He says, I'm not frightened. Paul said, I'm not frightened. Because we dealt with last week how Paul, he was um, writing from jail. And he wasn't frightened in any way. Why? Because he understood his source of security. He says, each day, the, the newspaper gives us new reasons to be anxious, such as um, war. We know we're in a war right now. I mean, we're with um, with what? overseas or Israel's in war, uh, Ukraine is in war. Then we got terrorism and economic trouble. We know economically we're struggling. When it seems like everything we have is threatened, it's hard to be thankful. So maybe you're in that place now where you said it's hard to be thankful with the economic problems and the terrorism and the wars and and things, all these things are going around us at this particular time in this world. And, you know, you may be saying, how can I be thankful? You may have loved ones that's in a military 
you know, dealing with things in places where it's very dangerous. And so, you know, they can't come home for the holidays. So you may be saying, how, how can I be thankful in this season of Thanksgiving? Um, we experience anxiety when we, we locate our security in something other than the love of God. Okay. Anxiety can warp our senses of perspective, making us fearful, making us bitter, and even angry at God. Anxiety is more than unpleasant. It is spiritually dangerous. Okay. When we feel it, it's time for, for ruthless self-examination. So when your security is something other than love of God, this is where you're going to experience anxiety. I know people who have anxiety attacks, you know. Um, maybe you have anxiety attack. Maybe you're taking medication for that. But it, but that's what it says. It says anxiety, it warps your, your sense of perspective. You don't see things straight, okay? You're not seeing things straight because why? Your anxiety, you're worried about things in your life. And this season, you're worried about, you're missing people. And you wonder if, this season is going to bring the joy and the love that it brought maybe last year, years before. But, you know, it makes us fearful anxiety. It makes us bitter. And then maybe in, in this case, as I said here, maybe you're angry with God. Maybe you're angry with God because of the things that are going around. Okay. And so, and when you experience anxiety, you need to ask yourself, okay, is... Where is my source of security? Okay, where's my where is my security rooted in? Because if it's not rooted in the love of God, then it's unstable. Okay, it's unstable. Where is my security at? You know, because everything around us is unstable. We can't be sure about anything except the love of God. Because the Bible says the love of God is everlasting. It is consistent he is faithful in loving us no matter what situation no matter how we act okay love of god is faithful and paul understood that even in his situation when he was in prison this was he said well how can paul be thankful when he's going through being in prison being mistreated he don't know whether he's gonna live or die He's being mistreated, but it calls for. So this is where we have to do self-examination. Examine yourself tonight, I challenge. Where is your source of security? Okay. Who, where is it rooted in? Is it rooted in your finances? Is it rooted in, you know, a particular person, place, or thing? But when you, when your source of security is rooted in anything other than Jesus Christ, okay, you're going to feel these uh, anxious and fearful and bitter, you're going to be angry because, hey, it's not rooted in the right thing. I think I heard one time somebody, man testified how he lost his faith. And, and the response that the guy told him, he says, well, that's good because that means that your faith was rooted in the wrong thing. I'm glad you lost your faith. Now that you lost your faith, you can put your faith in the right thing, which is Jesus Christ. You know, maybe you've lost your joy. Maybe you've lost your peace. Well, maybe because, you know, what you had your uh, your peace or your joy or your comfort rooted in the wrong thing. 
in this, in this season of giving, maybe it's rooting the wrong thing. And I challenge you tonight to change where your social security is. See, we have to learn how to focus on Jesus. Jesus is our source of security. He's our source of security. So let's look at this. Look at the key. Look back. It's a Paul in this particular um, scriptures chapter in this particular book. Paul is waiting for an order of Caesar that would determine whether he would be freed or executed. This is what Paul. This is what he's looking at. OK, he's facing this. And it's, it seems like an entirely frightened situation. OK, look at Paul's situation. He's frightened. But Paul's words um, reveal tremendous pause. Listen to what he says. And we dealt with this a little bit last week. Verse 21 in chapter one. It's listen to what he says. He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Listen to the words. He says, hey, Paul is facing a life or death situation. He says, hey, well, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. He says, either way, I win. Why? Because his source, okay, his, his source, his foundation is rooted in Jesus and who he is. Okay, essentially, Paul says, whether I live or die, is no longer important to me. Okay, what matter is whether I, whether or not I'm serving Christ. This is the stance he took. So I want to say to you tonight is, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter whether you got a lot of money in this Christmas season, whether you got a lot of family and friends. And don't get me wrong, those things are good. Okay, it's always good to have a lot of money. You need to be financially stable, and it's always good to have, you know, family and friends and loved ones around you and, you know, to have the peace and comfort and everything to be really good in this Christmas season. But if it's not, I want to talk, if it's not, you should matter because why? Your source should be in Jesus Christ. You can still be happy. You can still have joy. You can still have peace. Okay, because Jesus is your source, just like Paul here. He says, hey, it doesn't matter. He says, my main concern is that whether I'm serving Christ. And even in this Christmas season, when things are not going well for you, you still should have a mindset. You should be asking the Lord, okay, God, how can I serve you? How can I be a blessing to somebody else? Even though I feel like I'm not getting myself, but I want to be a blessing to somebody else. Okay. Why? Because you are my source of good. You are my joy. When we say these things, you are my joy. You are my peace. You are my everything. We're, we're not, that's what Jesus has to become to you. Now, you may say, well, how do I get the joy? How do I get the peace? I, I've learned that, you know, joy and peace, it don't fall out of the air. And when we talk about joy and peace, we, we most times we talk about a feeling. And that's part of it. But if you want joy and peace, you won't have it. I tell you, you have to go to the word. That's where all that is. Okay. You got to find some scriptures to meditate on that are scriptures about joy, scriptures about peace, scriptures about love. Okay. You have to meditate on it. That's what then, as you meditate on those scriptures, your feelings will change. Okay. But we oftentimes we try to pray and we try to, we want God just to drop down, you know. We pray and something hit us and then we okay. I'm not saying he can't do that, but everything that God uh, we need and everything he left us, 
is in the word of God. So that's where your source has to be is in Jesus Christ. Okay. So Paul was committed to glorifying God, whether by life or death. He was committed to that. So my question is, are you committed to, to um, glorifying God, to loving God, no matter what your situation is during this holiday season? Are you committed? Okay, but Paul was committed to glorifying whether life or death, but he was confident that living would bring more glory to God than his death. And therefore, he was certain he would be released. So this was Paul confident that, hey, I'm going to be released because, hey, there's more joy in living. I'm a God's more glory. I mean, living and dying. He didn't evaluate things on the basis of his his physical things. Okay, but new spiritual truths dominated physical things. Okay, so don't evaluate your relationship with God. Don't evaluate. Let me say this to you: Don't evaluate your happiness, your peace, um, your relationship with God, or anything. You know, based on the physical, because a lot of times you, you know, you may be a person that you don't have right now. You don't have the person. You may not have your spouse right now. You may not. You may have lost a son or a daughter or somebody that was close to you during last holiday season. You don't have them now, but don't base evaluate your happiness or your peace or whatever you need from God. Don't base it on the physical. Yes, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I sympathize that you're going to miss that person. Or you're going to you're missing some things. You may not have the Christmas, or you may have not had the Thanksgiving that you always had. But don't base your situation, your circuit, on the physical. Okay, Paul allowed his spiritual life to dominate the spiritual to dominate the physical because the spiritual truths or a dominate or supersedes physical troops, okay? And I know you have to get to that place. You have to get to that place, and I'm praying to God, you give it. but how do you get that? You have to focus on the thing, on the word of God, okay? So, but Paul didn't have some false humility that made him see, see himself as a worm, okay? He knew that he, that he was nothing, it was, but he knew that he was nothing in himself, but he also knew he was in the Lord and God, that God's power in him made him someone, made him someone that these Philippians loved and longed to see. So Paul says, hey, don't get this false sense of humility, you know, which means you put your confidence in yourself. You know, maybe you put the confidence in yourself, okay, to provide and things you put confidence in your ability to and and guess what maybe you um you, you're in a season right now where there's sickness in your body but we speak healing to that but as god as you believe that you already healed maybe you can't work like you did last year okay but don't allow don't put that comment to understand that hey this false sense of humility when once again when you're humility and your confidence is in yourself and you forget about Jesus, then what happens is when you can't perform like you used to, when you can't do the things like you used to, maybe you like to, you're in a season where hey, your health is not that great and you can't perform or do what you used to do. 
that means your 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 confidence your your confidence was in yourself and now you're feeling sad or lonely or disappointed but understand that jesus is the one he is to be your source of security and then when your source of security okay when you are secure in jesus then you can be thankful you can praise him in a difficult situation in a time where you're lacking right now so so what was paul um um paul's what is what is the source of paul's assurance what was his um source of assurance where did his assurance come from paul knew that nothing can separate him okay from the ultimate source of security and his security is christ in christ even the most frightening circumstances do not have the final power over us see if paul 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 the assurance was in Jesus. This is where we get our assurance from. You know, you what what, what can we be assured about? That God's gonna love me for always. Okay, we can be assured about our eternal destination. We can be assured about hey, his love, his peace. We can be assured about these things, his power. Okay. So because why? Because our identity is in Christ Jesus. Okay, it's it's in Christ Jesus. He goes on. I just want to read a little bit of this. In twenty five, this one it says he says, knowing this, I am confident that I will remain alive, so I can continue to help all those who grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come again to you you will have you more reason to take pride in Christ because of what he's doing through me. Paul says, even in a bad situation, God is doing things through me. See, you, even in your situation, it may be tough right now, but God can do great things through you, even in a tough time. But you have to learn how to be thankful. You have to give and get a habit. So this is the habit we want you to develop tonight is getting the habit of understanding who your source is. Because if your source is tied in anything else, okay, then it's going to fall apart. Because like I said, I remember I said this before. I grew up with a song that said, huh, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. It's all other ground is sinking sand and one of the verses my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness righteousness it says i dare not trust the sweetest frame but only lean on jesus name he said don't put your trust in anything else that's what that song is saying it says hey don't put it on christ the solid rock i stand Stand on him. All is it all other ground, all other sources, okay, is sink and sand. All other sources are sink and sand. Yeah. But if your source is Jesus and it remains Jesus, you can always have something to stand on. You can always have something um, to praise God for. 
You always have it because why? Because I understand the source of my security. My security, your security has to be in Jesus Christ. And I know that's tough for you right now. And like I said, it's difficult for you right now because, hey, when you're looking at outside sources other than Jesus, then you become fearful, you become angry, you become anxious, you become all those things that the enemy wants you to be. And what and they take you away from the things of God and take you away from it. But I, we don't want you to do that tonight. We want you to get in the habit of understanding, keeping a mindset that Jesus is your source. He is and he will be your everything, even in this season of difficulty that you're going through. He is your everything. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of you, I thank you for the people who are watching. God, I speak to their situation right now. I speak peace into their life, God. I pray, God, that as this message go forth, that they will learn how to make you their source of security. No matter what's going on, that, hey, you are their foundation. You are their strength. You are their redeemer. You are their peace. You are the author and the finisher of their faith. God, I speak life into them right now, God. Speak strength to them right as they go through this holiday season, God. I speak to loneliness right now that you will comfort them in a way that they have never been comforted before. God, touch them and let peace that surpasses all understand enter into that room right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I pray, God, that they will just continue to focus on you and not on the things that are around them, but make you the number one priority in their life. And I give you glory, honor, and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Once again, it wasn't long tonight, but once again, just one to sow into your life to worry about how to be a thankful person, habits of a thankful heart. And we're going to continue to um, go through this as we go through our holiday season. And we pray once again you that we're being a blessing to you. And once again, we'll be back with you again next week on another um, lesson on habits of a thankful heart. Once again, thank you and bye-bye.